Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three, and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. computer is being super crazy. I think it's just still on vacay here. Um, I am talking about how grateful I am for this weekend experience, but even more how grateful I am to be in a place where I'm experiencing life in this meaningful way and talking a little bit about how we got to this place, but really just talking about the importance of the guidance of that, of the continued nature of the prompt and the pursuit of a life that is meaningful. Let's go. Hey, oh, oh my gosh, I have missed this so much. I actually forced myself to take a break and just not show up and do this. And, you know, I don't know that that it was so much for the not doing it and the taking the break. It was just like, do you miss this? Is this where you still want to be? Is this something you still want to bring to life? And ding, ding, ding. I couldn't wait. I was like, oh, I could sleep in. I could just take another day. I told myself that I would take a, a four day and not record. And when I got home and I was, I could see myself and my microphone. And I was just like, no, 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 we come back. We have missed this. So grateful to be back. So very grateful for this time, for the time to just 
think through, clarify, reconnect, and strengthen what all of this will become. Because mm, it is a, a beautiful thing. It is very exciting to be in this place in life and to be challenged and thinking through all of these things. And yeah, I, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just amazing. Okay. So let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Um, this year, my college best friend and my husband's college best friend both got married. And when we started this year, I really talked about this year being so wheels up and travel centric because I feel like in my mind, that's where we're headed. But most of those things will be more work related with balance, but more work related, right? The wheels up idea. And so this year just called for the reconnection to what's important. And we're going to dive into that today. But just constant ability to reconnect with people that we have these deep bonds with, people that we grew with over time and be able to experience that. And my husband and I reflected on the way to the wedding because we had a 12-hour drive, which I don't recommend for most people, right? That's a long time. And if you're like us, that's a lot of singing. My voice is still a little bit hoarse from the amount of carpool karaoke that took place um, on our way to Colorado. <laughs> but it also gave us time to really reflect. And on our drive there, we were just reflecting on how cool it is to have people who have lasted this long in life. Because think about how rare it is to bring people along in your experience. And even more rare as you age, as you settle down, as maybe you build a family, build a life with someone who isn't that person, right? How hard is it to keep those people engaged in our lives? And so the fact that people who were in our weddings almost 10 years ago, now are having us in theirs. And like, right? To have such a deep, meaningful experience with someone so many years ago, so strong that you would bring them into the fold of what a very, very specific, as my friend put it this weekend, you made the cut, right? A very specific and limited group of people to have lasted that long because 10 years ago was when we got married, but almost probably 15 to almost 20 years ago, we would have all met each other. And to bring someone along in life for that long of time, and I mean people who have outlasted the distance, the disconnect, 
whatever, but it didn't matter. Like my favorite part this weekend was just sitting around a fire and laughing uncontrollably. Like I couldn't stop myself. And just being in that moment, being able to experience that, mm, there's nothing better. And, you know, those friends who you just pick up right where you left off, who you can reconnect with in a second, those are the type of people, right? And we have been blessed to carry along some very amazing people through this life. And so we had a lot of time to reflect on that, reflect on the importance of those people and us staying connected to them, which is hard to do when life gets busy, right? But like, what are our intentional efforts for staying connected to those people through what's going to now be very important life experiences that they'll have in building a life with someone. And like, how do we show up for those people in those moments? How do we make sure that we're staying connected to them? And so along with our trip, many discussions, one of them was like, okay, so who are your best friends and how are you showing up for them? And how are we being intentional about making connection with those people? Because a, a wedding or like these milestones are one thing, right? But like, what intentional focused effort are we putting in nurturing those relationships? And how are we doing that? And um, yeah, so just really <laughs> cool, amazing connections. I I feel like I have been pushing people for the last 10 years on this idea of like, don't allow yourselves to get caught up in doing this big, crazy wedding, like make it about what it is to you. And to me, that looks like getting the F out of Dodge and doing like a destination type wedding, like my friend did this weekend. And my husband's friend did last weekend. So maybe I've been manifesting these moments for a very long time, but I have been explaining to my one friend who hasn't been on the cusp of getting married for a while, but like when we would have discussions that would somehow always come up and I would always just be like, listen, destination is the way to go. These beautiful built up imaginations of what big family weddings are, are it's, it's a hoax. And it's, it's beautiful, but right, you end up spending your time trying to please this mass of people when all you really want to do is spend focused, intimate time with the people who mean the most. And so my friend did create that experience this weekend. Our friends who we got to go to their wedding in California created that experience at their wedding. And it was just a beautiful thing and a beautiful thing to still be even without that much intention of nurturing those relationships to still be that important to these people to have had that meaningful of an impact that we were carried along because so many people could have came in and replaced us along the way right especially when we're talking about like 
settling down, slowing down into life while our friends were still very much in like the dating party scene compared to what we were. And to, to still survive that story is an amazing feat. Um, so just feeling super grateful about that, about the entire experience, the, the whole 24 hours in a car driving, um, which was a sort of last minute decision of do we fly or do we drive? And we just ended on driving because I don't know, it's just sort of intrinsic in who we are, but also do you, can you ever have enough opportunity to sing? And I don't just mean sing, I mean belt covers with your significant other. No, I, all day long, since the inception of our relationship, we have been singing in cars together. It's literally one of the, agreements in which I listed and what my husband, future husband's characteristics should be, can carry a tune enough to like both of us sing. We don't have to be great. We're not getting a Grammy. We're not playing guitar and like bringing that to life anywhere except for the car. It's very important to have someone that you can just belt some Lady Gaga, you and I, I mean, if that doesn't exist, I don't know what is supposed to in a marriage. I'm just saying. So anyways, the, the car ride, the beautiful wedding and venue and bride and groom. I mean, sheesh. I look at my friends. I look at who they are. And I'm like, well, I don't know how I got so lucky in this life to have these people surrounding me and building their lives alongside of me while we definitely have some distance between us. Um, there's still been a constant connection that is unwavering and I don't know how, and I think it's the most beautiful thing that I could ever find a great thing about just people who constantly tie their ship to yours, even when they have no reason to. And I have given my friends plenty of reason to like tie their ship anywhere else. Like this Hannah girl, never texting back, never all that responsive, kind of just runs her own path. But for whatever reason, um, the ones who were meant to stay stayed stuck. And I am, that's the greatest thing of my entire life. The people who stuck, even though they had no reason to. Thank goodness for you people. Uh, yeah, so that's my great thing. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your greatness. Today, I'm just very much sitting in this place of reality. Like, I've been waiting for a vision of what this book launch party is supposed to be like. Um, waiting for a vision for what, right? Because Invention is not my strong point. That may shock all of us, but it takes time for me. Vision is really easy for me, but then the actual doing of the vision, there's a little bit of a gap there. I can make good decisions on what we're doing, but 
invention takes me some time. And so that's where I sort of have been leaning back into intuition and into universal forces to bring those things to me so I don't have to work so dang hard. I don't want to sit here and try to invent something. So then I'm just like, you know what, universe? Mm. I'm looking for a vision of what this book launch party needs to look like. So I'm going to need you to roll that out for me. And I wasn't even intentional about my thought process on this. We were driving, we were discussing something that was completely unrelated. And then all of a sudden it was like, I was kind of thinking about the spaces, like where would I hold it? What is a meaningful space to me? What is a cool thing to me? Where would I want to bring this to life? What is, what means something to me? And I would challenge everyone to think about that. Like, what are those spaces? What are those meaningful environments? Where have you felt nurtured and loved? And what has felt important to you before? What feels important to you now? What are those things? And I, just this beautiful vision of the space came to me. And I'm so very excited. And I don't know where we go with that. But heesh, here for it. Um, and once that rolled out, then this morning I was sitting downstairs and I was just like, oh my gosh, the gift shop, what it is maybe needs to shift, right? And I think that that's a beautiful thing too, because in the curating, crafting, and thinking through where you want to go, you can begin to create whatever reality you want. And it really is just about asking the question, taking enough action for the universe to sort of continue guiding and prompting you. And is that tomfoolery? I don't think so, right? Here I sit, having just experienced two destination weddings, a concept of which I've been pitching to friends successfully and unsuccessfully for a very long time, but both of our friends, but very best friends, doing that, creating that experience for us in the same year, like in the same year where I said I, I, I wanted to travel, I wanted to experience like this just feels like a wheels up year, like what are the actual chances? And they're pretty good. We've been manifesting this all along. And so when we think about how we do that in life, I think a lot of times we just write, write off our control of these things. False. I feel like we have so much control over these things. It's a little bit intimidating at this point. And this trip very much felt like you're the movement is major from here. And so let's go ahead and take time to get the things that are most important established, shored up, talked about, thought about, cleaned up, and ready to go. And yeah, like what are those things? What are the realities that you want to bring to life that you want to manifest? And in the beginning, 
<laughs> I had written off all of my control over that. I had actually assigned it to everyone else. And I didn't believe that there was any value in the things that I wanted to create in this world. The visions that I had for what my life looked like, I didn't believe I could control. Right? And I was wrong. And if maybe you're telling yourself something similar, you're wrong. You do have control. And while we don't have control over, well, actually, I think we have control over all of it, right? It's just a mindset attraction thing. Um, we, 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 we do have control and the ability to drive our life forward in any direction we choose. And so let's start talking about that. Let's start creating that narrative. Let's start taking some test drives as we move through this experience. And those test drives are the backbone of where and how you get there. And so I would say when people call on me for things, it usually is just guidance in the next step or guidance in understanding where to go from here. So maybe they've found a wall. Maybe they've discovered that their dream did die and they want to get re-engaged in their life. They want the same things that I have navigated and tested and thought through and um, so maybe they'll ask, right? I don't, I don't know, but I want more meaning in my life. I want the things that you talk about. And so I'm just constantly kind of calling and carving and creating a narrative around that, that feeling, the meaning, the experience. And then I'm looking for the similarities in the way that you talk about things, because sometimes as we're trying to map this place, it usually is pretty messy in the beginning. But as we continue through the process, we can begin to narrow that down. We can find where those things are repeating right? We can find and discover the things that we find exciting, the like main structures and narratives of our lives. And it's, it takes navigating so many different things. And that's what I love about this work because I've navigated a, a million and one different things, read about, oh, I don't know, I would say at this point, over a hundred self-development books uh, in the last three years, 
trying to figure this out. Like, how does someone dream again? What does that look like? And so in the experiment of that, in the application of those things to my own life, right, I can help prompt and explore what that looks like for you, tell you, help maybe direct you a little bit faster um, than you having to read four books and only finding meaning in one, uh, <laughs> help you explore those things, navigate them a little bit quicker, but then also be looking for the consistencies that maybe you can't see because you're too close to, but I can because I'm kind of backed out looking over the entirety pulling past into present while you're able to stay in the present. So I'm looking for those similarities. You don't have to. You can just stay here. Keep staying in the present moment. Stay focused on what it is that you are experiencing. Stay engaged in the life that you're living right now because we need you to be there while we keep prompting and exploring what has been, but always looking to tie those things together, to walk through and understand what has been and where the narratives kind of line up. And so as we start walking through that and begin to make our way back to true gratitude for our lives, we can start seeing where those things line up. We can start seeing where we want to show up for our lives. And we can begin making our way back to a life that we're excited to live, right? And it's not that this life is all that terrible, right? And I talk about that in my book to no ends. Like my life was actually really perfect. And I was still silently suffering, even though no one knew. And I wanted to save myself from that, but I couldn't figure out how. And I was actually really good at self-development, really good at like exercising and, and, and doing all the things and making the goals and, and having the dreams. I actually had dreams. And I had actually accomplished most of them. And so, you know, when I stood there holding the trophy, essentially, uh, it all said it that like, this is amazing, but I still don't feel great about it. I still don't feel grateful like I should. There's something missing. There is still a void here. And I love helping people bring words to those moments because there drives up some consistency, right? what was lacking. And in the lacking, we can usually find where you want to be, what you want to be about. 
What do you want people to know about you? If it all ended today, what would you hope that people said at your funeral? And I know that that's a super dark place and I apologize. Like it, Hannah, come on. We're all still kind of in vacation mode. We're not even sure that we're trying to go back to this life that we're maybe commuting to today. <laughs> like chill. Um, but that's, that's where we want to get you. Not to the dying part, but to the, the living part. What does living intentionally look like? What are the things you want to die being known for? Who is that person? And how are we bringing that to life? Where are we taking action around those things? Because just sitting here and telling me what you want people to know about you. Oh, I want them to know that I'm super generous and that I love the color yellow. And uh, I want them to know that I was inspiring. Uh, I, I want them to know that they're a better person because of my willingness to expand my own light and find things that lit me up. Um, and the result of that one light impacted their light. And for however long that impacted it, right? Like it could have been two seconds. Maybe I spoke somewhere, said one sentence and you were like, okay, well, I don't even know who this person is, but sheesh. I'm going to go take that. That was changing. That changed me. And I'm going to go. And even if they never tie that back, just being that person who prompts and engages that conversation, the conversation that this life really was meant to be quite meaningful and that we're put here on this planet for a very specific reason. And there are all of these people who play a factor, who play a role in that work. And there are people who have loved you to exactly where you are. And after this weekend, I think it's just like a challenge to myself to make sure that I create even more meaning in those relationships, in those friendships, in all of the places that I show up, all of the places where I find meaning, the people I find meaning in and with and really think through what that looks like. And I'm extremely grateful for all of the people who have been there, for all of the people who will come next. Um, but I think life is, is meant and made for meaning. And I was searching for meaning in a lot of the wrong places um, in a previous life. And there wasn't meaning in the climbing of a corporate ladder to me. Uh, there wasn't meaning in the running so fast I couldn't see anything. There wasn't meaning in any of that. Right? There was just me and this projection of who I thought the world wanted me to be. And 
in chasing that person, that idea, I've lost everything that I was put here to do. And I don't know that I lost it. I would say that I revolved around it for a while. And all of those experiences were meant to lead me to that breakdown place. But I was swimming, suffocating, had no one, nothing that was meaningful to me. I wasn't investing in any of those relationships at all. And it was because I was looking for meaning in places it wasn't meant to exist for me. And I think probably the world feels the heaviness of that. And everything looked quite spectacular from the outside and it still wasn't. And so that's why I showed up to do this work. And I keep showing up. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you? Hey, sorry. I don't know how I messed up that ending so bad, but here we are. Uh, as always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us me it's just me out on <laughs> all of our socials i post every day a post with some inspirational i don't know quotes and movements um definitely on instagram and facebook you can find us at the death of a dream also on linkedin but i think that's just me it's just hannah ness um but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day.